What's going on, San Jose Sharks fans? Happy Friday. The San Jose Sharks have won two games in a row, and they're about to face off against the Vegas Golden Knights in a few hours here. So let's get caught up to the game by first reflecting and reacting to last night's action right here on the number one live stream of Sharks territory. That is Shark City Unfiltered. All right, what's going on, everybody in Sharks territory? I am Aaron James, host of Shark City Unfiltered, the number one trending live stream in Sharks territory. Thank you for joining me on this Friday afternoon edition of, um, man, what feels, I mean, honestly, I, I said this in the previous episode, but nothing changes the, um, you know, nothing changes the atmosphere, nothing changes, you know, the whole vibe than winning a hockey game. And it almost seems so long ago when the San Jose Sharks started off on an 11-game losing streak. Here we are, two games in a row. If they could win tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights, it will be official winning streak for three games. And I, I just have this feeling. I don't know what it is in the air, but the San Jose Sharks are looking like they are ready to, as David Quinn put it at the beginning of the season, shock the world, right? So... Uh, really quick before I go on any further here, I just want to remind everybody, if you're catching this live stream on YouTube and or Facebook, you can be a part of the show by dropping a comment in the chat section and we could talk about our favorite hockey team here in the Bay Area. That is the San Jose Sharks. All right, so I'll be real with you, okay? I want to get together with you all live after last night's game, but um, I was celebrating. <laughs> I was celebrating and I wanted some time to really reflect on what was an amazing game. Um, so let's start off the program by talking about the atmosphere and what it was like attending this game at the tank in downtown San Jose. Then we'll go into all the stats and some of the highlights. I will also touch up on, uh, you know, what apparently was on your guys because, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't on tele. It wasn't televised on NBC Sports for us Sharks fans here in the Bay Area. Everyone had to go to either Hulu Live or ESPN Plus. So we'll talk about um, some of the nuances that occurred for us Sharks fans out there, and then um, you know we'll talk about uh, briefly touch up on Patrick Marlowe finally being inducted into San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. So first, as I mentioned, let's start off by talking about the um, atmosphere at the tank. Uh, San Jose Sharks had Diwali night at the San Jose. Um, I was about to say San Jose Arena, my bad. The SAP Center, and honestly, it was pretty chill. Let's uh, let's blow up this graphic here really quick so y'all get a better look. Now, don't be fooled for those of you who are watching this on the video stream, the live video stream. I know this picture right here was taken, um, and it looks like the place is empty. There was about 12,000 fans that came to uh, support both, both squads. Let's be real. There was a lot of orange jerseys walking around there for the Edmonton Oilers fans. Um, but yeah, 
definitely a great turnout for a Thursday night about a week ago. Couldn't really say that much. Um, but yeah, I was surprised as the game progressed, the seats started to get more filled up. I believe a little bit over 12,000 was the official attendance. But nonetheless, it was a great night. The vibes are awesome. Uh, the DJ was on point. Played some, played some good music. Uh, kept the vibe going. And of course, you know, Sounds like Sharks won. So uh, it gave fans plenty of cheer about, uh, plenty of wow moments, plenty of like, like, um, highlights which i am i have lined up for you right now we're about to go into that uh, but yeah it was just it was fun it was awesome and of course the south sharks got their second win of the year so win-win situation baby and i'm just going to say this one more time i'm going to plug this one more time because i know i've read that there's some people um well okay i'll just be honest with you okay i've seen that there's some people who are trying to uh you know do ticket exchange there's even some people who maybe even are are getting like um like, um, don't fall for any uh, false advertising, any false scams out there, okay? I've read somewhere that some of the Sharks fans are, um, you know, there's people out there trying to dupe dupe Sharks fans. So I just want to do quick PSA for those who want to attend the games. You could do so by buying a breakaway pass, all right? It's 89 bucks a month, um, and you get every freaking game um, for that month, every home game, all right? So that includes special celebrations like last night at Diwali night. And the giveaway night. So $89 for an entire month of hockey is definitely worth it, all right? And that's all I'm going to say. Don't try to buy someone's marked-up tickets who don't want to attend a game or try to bundle it with, you know, um, you know, try to, you know, try to bundle the package like a package deal with a parking pass. And I'm not trying to throw any shade. I'm just simply saying if you want an affordable, affordable way to watch the game, I would highly recommend checking out the breakaway pass because when you break it down, it's – like 10 bucks or some change for a ticket anyways so that's what i'm doing i know a lot of sharks fans are doing that as well and again um, there's no better feeling in my opinion no better sight than seeing the shark tank filled up and definitely no better feeling than having everybody cheer on the San Jose sharks getting behind their team feeding them that momentum and you know getting into the heads of our opponents so uh the tank was awesome it was awesome to be there last night and let's get into uh you know some of the some of the uh, sights, sights and sounds from the game. So, uh, William Eklund, my goodness gracious, William Eklund is really every single game you could see the improvements. It was tough to see, you know, it was it was really tough to kind of like see, um, you know, how much he was impacting the game, considering that you know we were losing this by by some like the past couple of games by some huge margins, right? Those two back to back ten goal games but forget all that noise two games in a row we've won and william eklund is looking like a stud he's out there as he says hunting pucks and honestly i wish he scored on that breakaway opportunity but everybody in the shark tank got out just jumped out of their seats when they seen william eklund strip and steal the puck from one of the best if not the best forwards in the league and Connor mcdavid and I normally don't do video highlights, but it would be so unjust to not see this. So please, you know, pardon me for those who like to enjoy this show on the audio version. I uh, highly encourage you to check out the video version, which you can find at sharkcityhockey.com. But William Eklund is a stud. Let's check this one out really quick. Out of three against Vancouver in the 6-2 loss on Monday night. McDavid has going away. Breakaway. 
Hoagland and a Skinner, a backhander to nine. And Stewart Skinner comes up with a clutch save to keep this game scoreless. David, he doesn't take a penalty. That was amazing. That was freaking amazing. I'm going to play it one more time. One more time without that freaking graphic or that overlay, hide, uh, you know, obscuring the view. So let's check this out. This was freaking awesome. Hoover in the 6-2 loss on Monday night. David has it stolen away. Breakaway. Eklund in on Skinner. A backhander to nine. And Stuart Skinner comes up with a clutch save to keep this game scoreless. David, he doesn't take a penalty either. Nice poke check here by Eklund, the youngster. Scored a nice power play goal in their first one of the season versus Philadelphia a couple nights ago. And then he all right, all right, all right. That's it. Uh, thank you to Sportsnet. That that footage comes courtesy of Sportsnet. Um, just want to give you know credit to where credits due. Uh, you know, I want to cite the sources here. Oh, wow. Honestly, um, I wish he scored. I mean, what else can you say? Willem Eklund looks like he's starting to develop into being what they call in you know uh, the NHL e sports video games franchise. He's starting to become that X factor, and um, you know he just might. He just might find himself some hardware for if, you know, probably in my opinion, I think he'll probably get awarded like um, the forward for having the best defensive uh, skills in a game. I believe it's the, what is that bad boy called? The slides award. Let me just double check here. Um, My bad. Just want to make sure I'm doing this correctly. Yes, Selkie Award, pardon me. Yeah, so uh, that's awarded to the forward who best exemplifies defensive aspects of the game or whatnot. But yeah, I can see Will and Mecklen definitely taking some hardware home this season if he could keep that kind of play up. Uh, obviously, he had himself a pretty good night as well, setting up a goal, which we'll get into in a second. So, you know, he had some points. He got an assist, uh, you know, ended with a plus one last night uh he did take they did penalize him which was pretty cheap but it is what it is and then um you know he had one shot on goal so uh 21 minutes and some change of ice time so um i'm loving what i'm seeing uh willem Eklund got an assist on the first goal of the game uh fabian zetterlin so since we're talking about the game we might as well start going into the stats here really quick so let me pull up the stats for all you uh, watching the video version here bam so let me adjust the video and pardon me. I'm doing this on the fly. I don't really get, um, you know, I barely get any time to prepare like uh, these live streams just being 100 with y'all. Um, you know, I don't have the luxury of like, you know, having the whole entire week to prepare, you know, my uh, my live stream and think about what I want to say. Uh, for most of these streams, I have like five minutes where I compile everything and then just jump right into it. So uh, the San Jose Sharks, they... Um, Defeated the Edmonton Oilers last night, three to two. Um, first and foremost, it's another one of those nights where you know the San Jose Sharks say what you will. I know that you know the the shots on goal totals this whole season. The trend has been very low, and then surrendering like almost twice as many shots on goal. Uh, you know, for our with our opponents, but. I've been saying this all season. I'm gonna say it one more time. Even though we don't get a lot of shots on goal, we make the most of our opportunities and we find the back of the net, not weeks and on the club, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? The San Jose Sharks definitely take advantage of their chances and they buried the puck three times last night, all on even strength. So, um, 
You know, they had two opportunities on the power play. They couldn't get it done. However, the penalty kill was solid. They killed four penalties. Um, they are dominating again in the face-off circle. They have uh, 50, almost 57% of the face-offs with their way. Um, the physicality for both teams is pretty much solid and even 15 hits apiece. Here's what's crazy, all right? Here's what's crazy. So let me just pull up my notes here so I could um, – and when I say notes, I mean some of the bookmarks I have from Twitter slash X. <laughs> but this uh, this right here comes via uh, Joey Kenward at Kenward's Corner on X. Sounding Sharks not only got 39 saves from Mackenzie Blackwood, so you can see right um, – you know. 41 shots on goal. Obviously, he let two goals in, so 39 saves, right? But the San Jose Sharks also blocked 35 shots. 35 shots. It's a, the highest single game block shots total in San Jose Sharks history. And Nikita Okhotichuk got eight blocked shots. Eight. Let's scroll down and let's uh, see if we can even have, if they even have that here. We don't have the advanced stats here, so... Uh, my bad on that, but yes, eight block shots. Oh, they're sore. 35 block shots. They are they, they might be sore tonight, but I honestly think that uh that's fine. Hopefully it hit them in the shin guards and not in anywhere where the equipment was exposed. But 35 block shots. So the one the reason why I keep um uh, saying that and re-emphasizing that is yes, the Saudi Sharks are surrendering a ton, a ton of shots on net. That's been the trend lately, but at least in this game. They are trying to do their goaltender, um, you know, right. And, you know, they're putting their body on the line as well. So the San Jose Sharks as a club pretty much uh, had themselves like a night in net as well. My bad. Anyways, so I, I love it. I love it. And you know what? It was probably necessary because the Edmonton Oilers, even though they're struggling right now, they are one of, the, you know, Oh, I don't know if they're not one of the best teams right now. The Sharks are better than them, <laughs> but they have some of the best talented forwards in the league. So, you know, it, it was necessary as the least to say anyways. Um, so let, let me uh, kind of rewind here because I am kind of getting a little, um, a little off the rails with my reaction. So uh, the lines last night were pretty solid. So uh, Eklund, Hurdle and Zetterling were on that first line again, and I'm loving what I'm seeing from them. Um, obviously that paid off against the victory with, um, against the, um, oh my gosh, it's slipping my mind party foul Philadelphia Flyers. And then, um, last night as well against the Edmonton Oilers. So those lines, you know, they're, they're proving to be solid and, you know, case, case in point, uh, Fabian Zetterlund got the first goal of the game. Uh, he scored that goal 18 minutes, 35 seconds into the first period, uh, Cisco to Hurdle and Eklund. So, um, you know, that line is working out pretty solid as well. Duclair, Granlin, LeBanc had that second line again. That's These lines are starting to, in my opinion, become a little bit more solid, right? Um, David Quinn's kind of been shuffling around, but I think we may have found, you know, we may have found our lines that are, you know, they're starting to build chemistry and it's showing on the ice. Uh, Mike Hoffman, Nico Sturm and Phillips Adina were on that third line, another very productive line. And Smith Carpenter and, and, and Luke Cunning were on that fourth line. These lines are, I like what I'm seeing from Smith and Carpenter, obviously Cunning as well. But so 
those are four solid freaking lines. Defensively speaking, Mario Ferraro with the newly acquired Kalen Addison. Kalen Addison was paired on the top line with the youngest of plugs in his first game until he literally arrived in San Jose the night prior, and now he's on the starting lineup. Welcome to San Jose, Kalen Addison. Pardon me. Uh, Mark Edward Vlasic was with Kyle Burrows, and that's starting to kind of become a uh, very, um, very solid uh, pair as well. I mean, Kyle Burrows is fantastic in my opinion. So anyone you put him up with, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna um, look really good. And he's gonna rock the place. But uh, Ohadichuk and Jean Ruda, or Jan Ruda, pardon me, they were that third line, and of course Mackenzie Blackwood, who more than likely has solidified his position as a starting goaltender in San Jose. Uh, he was a starter in net. So really quick, back to Kaelin Addison, okay? Uh, his first his first um, night as a San Jose Shark, he goes and he puts on um, four shots attempts, two of them which actually found the net. He was credited with three block shots. He logged 19 minutes and 47 seconds, including two minutes and 35 seconds of special teams time. That's on the power play. And, you know, they were saying that they needed someone on that blue line to essentially be the power play quarterback. And that's what he was doing. And, um, you know, that's been his strength, right? That's probably the main reason why Mike Greer acquired him from the Minnesota Wild. And, um, you know, the defensive, you know, there's people who say he can improve his defensive game. He did technically go down with the negative or minus one uh, to end the night. But he did have some solid disruptions, so he did break up some plays for uh, the Oilers. And, you know, overall, number 33 looked good. He looked good out there. So super happy to have um, Kalen Addison. Maybe the missing link that we need um, on that blue line. But, again, it's a long season. Let's not overreact, right? It is two victories in a row. But the Sharks definitely look like a better team. They look like they they are finding their identity and that and they're building upon it, right? So I'm so excited to see what they could do tonight against the um the Vegas Golden Knights. But let's stick to this game. Second period, all right. So the second period, um I guess we'll just say it really quick. So Nurse got the goal to tie it up for the Edmonton Oilers, but let's talk about Tomas Hurdle. Actually, really quick, let's talk about Fabian Zetterlin. All right. I want to talk more about some of the sharks here. Fabian Zetterlin, he um he got he's now leading the Sharks in goal scored. So he scored his fourth of the season. Um again, the assists went to Tomas Hurdle and William Eklund. And um let me see really quick. Let me just double check, make sure I'm reporting this correctly. Yes, that's correct. So secondary Cisco is William Eklund and then Back to that second period as we move along here in the game. Tomas Hurdle scores his second goal of the season. So he had a multi-point night last night. He was one of the three stars of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, you know, one goal, one assist. And um, really quick, man, Tomas Hurdle is starting to look like the man out there, right? His presence is starting to be felt. He's starting to make his presence known. He's starting to live up to that leadership role that he has wearing that alternate or assistant, whichever you want to use, tomato, tomato, patch, that captain's alternate captain patch on his sweater. Tomas Hurdle is finally starting, in my opinion, to you know show why the Sharks dropped an 8x8 contract on him, and I'm, I'm loving it. 
I am freaking loving it. As a matter of fact, Mackenzie Blackhood, who was awarded, I guess there's like a, a plaque, a game plaque. Um, let's say any player, any time, any, I, I forgot what, 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 what the, no, the three Ennies are, but um, Mackenzie Blackwood was awarded it for the first victory of the season a couple of nights ago, and then he awarded it to Tomas Hurdle. So that's what's up. Um, Tomas Hurdle, with his second goal of the season, gave the Sharks a 2-1 lead in that second period, about 10 minutes, 55 seconds uh, to go. So the official time is 9 minutes and 5 seconds, as you can see right here on NHL.com. And, um, you know, Fabian Zetterlin, man, Another he has a multi point night. So and Fabian Zetterlin is another one of those breaths of fresh air here in Sharks territory this season, isn't he? But um, back back to what I'm trying to get at. Tomas Hurdle, he is now just one goal away from tying legendary San Jose Sharks captain Owen Nolan for fifth all time in franchise history for goals scored by a San Jose Shark. So Owen Nolan has 206 for that fifth ranked spot. Right now, Tomas Hurdle has 205. He needs one more at time. If he scores tonight or twice tonight against the biggest Golden Knights, the record is his, right? So I'm going for Ninja Hurdle to go out there and, you know, score a goal tonight. Uh, but back to this game against Edmonton. Um, the game-winning goal by another Shark who decided to bet on himself and end his contract in Detroit, Rock City, and try to revitalize his career right here in Shark City. Philip Zadina gets his third goal this season. Nico Sturm and Carpenter get the assist. And that ends up being your game winning goal. Uh, just really quick. We'll just, okay. Nugent Hopkins trying to kind of made it interesting at the end of the game. Uh, but nonetheless, the Sharks are able to hold off the Oilers and that's it, baby. It's official. The Sharks strike oil and they defeat the admin 10 Oilers three to two. All right. So let's talk about that really quick. So, okay. One more time, inviting everybody who might be tuning in on Facebook and YouTube. If you want to drop your, um, you know, your reaction to last night's game, if you want to, you know, um, maybe share your opinion. If this happened to you, I apologize if this happened to you, but there's been reports um, across Sharks territory that whether you were on Hulu Live or on ESPN Plus watching on the app, that the freaking game stream cut early. What is up with that? What is up with that? So with that, with that being reported, with that being said, I'm beginning to beg the question, is it time for the Salzy Sharks to have their own game stream, their own team stream? I think it is. Um, the opponents that we are going up against tonight, they launched theirs. It's called Nighttime Plus or something like that, right? So is it time? Is it time for, you know, maybe they could call it Tilt Together Plus. I don't know. Tilt Together Max. You know, some playoff awards of these streaming apps, right? But I think it might be time for the San Jose Sharks to offer their own streaming service for every game. So everyone in Sharks territory could get the complete game from start to finish. And hey, if you want to make it, you know, a live stream video feed and sync it with the Sharks Audio Network so we can hear Dan Ruzanowski and Drew Remenda with the call, that will be great as well. Just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. Obviously, we love listening to Randy Hahn and everybody on NBC Sports, but I feel really 
bad for Sharks fans out there who didn't get to see the wild finish of this game because, again, Nugent Hopkins, he scored that goal 17 minutes, 34 seconds in the third period. So with less than like three minutes ago, and the reports are that Sharks fans got cut from their live stream with about three minutes and some change remaining in the game. Party foul. Party foul for sure. Okay. Um, let's move on. Let me just double check. Let me just make sure that I want to, um, that I got everything I want to reflect on. Oh yeah. Um, so let me just talk about being at the tank again, one more time. Uh, it was pretty dope. The, uh, San Jose Sharks. I don't know if any, if they showed it on the uh, stream last night, but Patrick Marlowe and, um, Joe Thornton were at the shark tank. They're in the building. They're in the house. Uh, so that was dope. Um, lucked out again. Got an opportunity to sit right in front of them, which goes to show you that, you know, the last couple of games I've had my back against the wall all the way to the top, but it is what it is. There's not a bad seat in that house. And um, yeah, just an amazing experience, man. It's an amazing experience to see. And uh, apparently Randy Hahn was in the lower bowl. He was like right behind the net, almost near the glass. So, you know, Randy Hahn getting a night off since ESPN and Hulu Plus were covering the game. Um, you know, we all got to get together and till together and cheer on our San Jose Sharks to their second victory this season. And I'm pretty sure everybody who was watching at home or listening on the Sharks Audio Network, you guys were as equally excited and celebrating as much as everybody else who was there in person in that building. Um, so really quick, let me just share this. Um, this is what is up. So two, the three stars of the game. Um, for the San Jose Sharks were Fabian Zetterlin. Obviously, he had uh, one goal, one assist. Tomas Hurdle with two points. And then Mackenzie Blackwood, another casual 35-plus save night. Um, 39 saves, 41 shots for a .951 save percentage. He deserves a day off, and Kapokakin will be in that later on against the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, Tomas Hurdle with a goal and assist and two points. I just want to reflect on these two players specifically because, like I said, these two victories – um, these two players shined. So, um, you know, Logan Couture, he's in the building. He's wearing a tuxedo. He can't be there. I think he was sitting next to Alexander Barabanov, if my vision served me correctly. Um, you know, both of them are still recovering from injury with no real indication of when they'll be back. So Tomas Hurdle, in my opinion, the last couple of games, first starting up against Philadelphia when he was, you know, um, answering um, you know, some of the hits that were, you know, are some of the pushing and shoving that they were putting on Eklund. All right. So, you know, he, I loved it. He was getting in the face of the flyers and then, you know, same thing yesterday, um, or last night, he was not, you know, he was not shying away. He was being more physical again, making his presence felt on the ice. So, um, I, I love what I'm seeing. And then obviously Mackenzie Blackwood, I mean, this guy is He's a he's a gem. He really is. I mean, Mike Greer, he continues his freaking masterclass of fleecing teams with these talent. I mean, Kalen with Kalen Addison being the latest example, but this right here, Mackenzie Blackwood, if this if this continues, and hopefully not the trend of having to make that many saves, but if this continues um his performances, um, I don't know. I can't see why he shouldn't be an early candidate for the Vezina Trophy. That, okay, I know I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little out of pocket here. I'm, you know, getting a little ahead of myself, but I'm telling you, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Mackenzie Blackwood. 
And more, more specifically, the reason why is just like everybody else who is saying that the Sharks are going to be horrible this year and that Mackenzie Blackwood is a so-and-so goaltender, look at them now. <laughs> now everybody, now everybody's changing the tune and they all want to act like, you know, like they had the Sharks back this whole time, baby. I'm loving it. And I hope the Sound of the Sharks could freaking do it one more time tonight and really make an official winning streak by beating the Las Vegas, or excuse me, the Vegas Golden Knights. All right. I just wanted to geek out on these two players really quick. Um, so before I get ahead of myself, let me just uh, make sure everything's here. If you're watching this video on YouTube and Facebook, by all means, help us grow the channel by giving us a like. I really appreciate it. Uh, we love to um, have your comments in the comment section. So don't shy away. If you didn't get an opportunity to, um, to watch this uh, live stream, while it was broadcast live, you could still leave a comment in the comment section after the live stream ends. Um, you could do that on our Facebook page in the YouTube, uh, in the Facebook groups if you're watching the Facebook groups, or you could do so on our YouTube channel. If you're watching on X, uh, like most of our audience does, uh, just continue to kick back and enjoy the live stream and double tap that screen and make it rain hearts to show love to the San Jose Sharks here in Sharks territory. All right, so we're going to move along here really quick. Um, let's let's um, let's actually, again, I normally don't do this, but last night was out freaking standing. So what I want to do is go over a couple more highlights here. So uh, here's that first goal. Uh, Zetterlin, outstanding. Let's just watch this one more time. The bump on the floor check, which is turning pucks over. Zetterlin shoots it in for San Jose as the Sharks look for sustained attacking zone time. Here's Hurdle in front, one-timer score. And the Sharks take a one-nothing lead. Hurdle, a beautiful feed in front. And Fabian Zetterlin made no mistake his fourth of the year. It's the Sharks one. Edmonton nothing. Steps in just to find this one. You can see him kind of slide in. Everybody puck wide. And he's left all alone in the slot. Holloway's there at first, and he looks like he thinks he wants to take that pass back from the defenseman. But he leaves Zetterlund alone, and you have to take away the front of the net first. You can see he's watching that quick little look there. Zetterlund moves to the middle, and a nice pass by Hurdle. Wins a battle down low, finds that. Again, again, Fabian Zetterlund leading the Sharks in goals. Four goals on the season. Supreme. Supreme play, supreme pass by Tomas Hurdle in the trapezoid to find him right there in prime real estate in the slot. And he just found the back of the twine. I mean, that was textbook, textbook hockey, baby. I love this. So we're going to go do some more highlights here. Again, um, these right here are coming courtesy of um, Sportsnet. Um, let's, let's, let's do this one. I don't want to do too much here because I'm not trying to get um, – I'm trying to keep this stream as clean as possible. Don't want any issues here, but let's praise Blackwood for shutting down one of the best in the game in Connor McDavid. In the corner for Eckhart. crowd in. Now McDavid, reverse pivot out in front. Blackwood was able to pick that out. That was a sharp looking move by McDavid. Extended shift in the offensive zone, all set up by this line going out. McDavid just tries to. 
<clears throat> yeah, um, honestly, Mackenzie Blackwood is giving me those Evgeny and the Baca vibes. That being that the San Jose Sharks may potentially have found their franchise goaltender. I know that might sound a little out of pocket. It's only two victories. What is it? 13 games, right? We're going on our 14th game, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, but I mean, Big Mac, Big Mac is looking great. He's been the, he's a lot of people were trying to put a little shade on him after that first victory because, you know, it, how do I say this properly? It might seem a little skewed considering, you know, the, past couple of games before we started winning the, the two back-to-back 10-goal nights, right? But um, honestly, he's been stellar. He's been stellar since we've had him. Since that, f- I mean, and I think it showed, you know, obviously against Colorado, right? I mean, 50-something-plus saves. And I'm telling you, man, this this guy might be our freaking future goaltender for years to come. So here's um, another sequence that I just want to revisit from last night in which Blackwood just, you know, held it down. Racing back to collect will be Holloway. Bouchard up the gut. Holloway with speed. Attacking the San Jose net. Save. Blackwood. Holloway rushed in and put pressure on the goaltender. Holloway's had his feet underneath him again tonight. Drysaddle locates Bouchard. I thought that might have exited the zone. Sharks don't get the call. Drysaddle dishes. Shot at home. A save. Blackwood. Rebound. Drysaddle and a sprawling stop. Woo! <laughs> Uh, right now, this is this is kind of like um, trending. Whether I'm not too sure about Facebook groups, but I know for sure on Reddit. And we asked the question. We kind of kind of begged the question or suggested it, I guess. But you know, a lot of fans are starting to call this guy Big Mac. I believe there's some fans that confirmed in New Jersey that this in, is indeed what they called him as well. So, if you think that Big Mac should be his nickname moving forward, by all means, uh, let us know. Comment Big Mac in the comment section. And again. Uh, don't worry about catching. Uh, don't worry about if you didn't catch a live. If you're watching, you know a replay of this live stream. Comment Big Mac. Anyways, this guy is freaking amazing. He really is, and um, I'm just so happy to have seen him perform at the tank the way he has been lately. Okay, um, so speaking of you know the goaltending and stuff. So I already mentioned it earlier. Let's just go by the sh- the shots on goal per period here. So you know, San Jose Sharks they put six shots on goal, right? Six shots on goal, and they were still able to lead, um, leave that first period with the one zero. Um, excuse me, with the one zero, they finished that period with the one zero lead. They had a one zero lead going into the first intermission. There we go. That's how you see it properly. Fourteen shots on goal for the Oilers in that first period. Ten shots on goal. San Jose puts eight in the second period, and in the third period, um, seventeen shots, four shots on goal. All right, so. We find the freaking back of the net on these low amounts of shots, but I'm telling you, man, we get these quality opportunities and we're taking advantage of them as it has been all season long. Total shots on goal for the end of the night was 41 shots on goal for the Edmonton Oilers, 18 shots on goal for San Jose. And just want to say it one more time, 35 block shots from the team. So that we had collectively, we probably, we pretty much had two goaltenders out there last night. The entire 18 guys in front of Blackwood blocking 35 shots and then Blackwood himself blocking or making, uh, pardon me, um, 39 saves, I believe it was. So uh, there's your three stars of the game. Mackenzie Blackwood for the second 
game in a row at home. Mackenzie Black was the first star of the game. Tomas Hurdle second star because he had two points, and so did Fabian Zetterlund two points. So as we mentioned at the top of the program, that first line is buzzing. Hurdle, Eklund, and Zetterlund. I am freaking loving it. All right, um, let's go to some more stats here about last night's game. Um, so this, uh, all these stats right here are going to be courtesy of Twitter or now called X. So via Shane Payne, Hurdle said this about Eklund and Zetterlin, the duo, and I quote, they keep working like that. I think they have big futures. I'm here to help them. I definitely had fun the last two games to play with them. This again is via Shane Payne about head coach David Quinn on Tomas Hurdle's performance, and I quote, Tommy was an absolute man. He really took charge. I loved his puck play. He was physical, right in the right place defensively. Okay, one more time via Shane Payne. Uh, and this is Nico Sturm about you know his role, and um, and him and um and, and excuse me, and Carpenter getting his first points of the uh, first points of the year with his with the game winning goal. So him and Carpenter, um, and I quote Nico Sturm: "Even though I'm a bottom six guy, penalty killer, I don't have the worst hands in the world. I can still make plays. When I dream of hockey at night, I don't dream of blocking shots." <laughs> Anyways, uh, but you know he's embracing his role. Um, and via Curtis Pashelka on X, Connor McDavid has scored in 18 straight games against the San Jose Sharks before being held off the scoreboard last night. All right, so the last time Connor McDavid was held scoreless from the San Jose Sharks, or another way of saying, another way of saying it is the last time he didn't score against us was back in February 10th, 2018. Some more love for Big Mac McKenzie Blackwood. This is via Hockey Reference. Mackenzie Blackwood has made 77 saves on 80 shots in the past two victories for the Sharks. And that right there is the type of hockey that I've been, I don't want to say preaching, but I've been advocating for all season long. That being the San Jose Sharks have the talent to win now. They have the players to go out there and be competitive on the ice. And of course, as I've been saying this all season long, this squad has the ability any given game day to go out there and collect two points, and they've shown it the last two games in a row. What a turnaround. 120 minutes of hockey, 20 goals scored against. The next 120 minutes of hockey, two regulation wins. Every single goal last night was scored on even strength, so you can no longer talk about the Sharks not having the ability to score that five-on-five, five, all right? I cannot wait to see what they could do against the Vegas Golden Knights. All right, let's move along here. So as we reported earlier um, this season and a couple episodes ago, San Jose um, Sports Hall of Fame was inducting Patrick Marlowe. That finally occurred a couple of days ago. So congratulations to Patrick Marlowe being inducted into the San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. He got the plaque and everything. Uh, so he was honored along with um, three other South Bay sports legends, on November 8th, just two days ago, at the SAP Center at San Jose. And um, they come from all levels of sports, whether it was college, professional, Olympic, and international. Um, so, you know, Patrick Marlowe, he's aka Mr. Shark, has his um, 
you know, he's going to have his spot. It's already up in SAP Center. So next time you're at the Shark Tank, the Sharks will be back home on Tuesday. They have a, a short little road trip. So they're playing tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights, Sunday afternoon against the Anaheim Ducks at the um, down there at the pond. And then they'll be back at the tank Tuesday night to finish off their season series against the Florida Panthers. So if you had to have a chance to find his uh, uh, commem- cor- commemorative, pardon me, uh, plaque, it's out there. It's already on the wall at the tank. So... One more time, congratulations to Patrick Marlowe on being inducted into San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, what a ride it's been the past couple of weeks. First, you know, his um, jersey was raised to the rafters in Seattle for the Seattle Thunderbirds. And now he's being, you know, honored forever at the San Jose Sharks home. Uh, he now has his um, San Jose Sports Hall of Fame uh, commemorative plaque, pardon me, up on the wall along with his jersey number, hanging from the rafters that happened February earlier this year, last season. So I uh, just want to say one more time, congratulations to Patrick Marlowe, man. Um, you know, Jumbo Joe Thornton had his Jersey raised to the rafter. Oh, I got one more picture for Marlowe here. Here it is. Uh, so, you know, Jumbo Joe Thornton, he also had his uh, Jersey raised by the Greyhounds, the Sioux Greyhounds. So it's only a matter of time before he'll join Patrick Marlin in the San Jose Sports Hall of Fame and have his Jersey number raised to the Raptors at the SAP Center. But right now it's all about Mr. Shark, Patty Marlowe. So congratulations to Patrick Marlowe. All right. Um, I just want to invite everybody. So it's an away game tonight. Okay. Which means that we are going to have our first watch party of the month the San Jose Sharks are going to be taking on the Vegas Golden Knights in a couple of hours here. And I'm inviting you, whether you're on X, Facebook, or YouTube, to join Shark City Hockey for our first live watch party for real-time reaction to the Sharks' action. And, um, you know, if you want to take part in the conversation, if you want to drop your take or react or vent, whatever the case may be, you could do so on YouTube and on Facebook in the comment section, and we could talk about the game together. Otherwise, you know, I'd just be kicking it and uh, you know, um, just giving my again real time reaction to the game and hopefully what will be another Sharks victory. All right. So with that being said, I'm about to sign off. Take a quick little break in between the streams here. You've been watching. Shark City Hockey's number one trending live stream in Sharks territory. That is Shark City Unfiltered. Please give this show a like, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or double tap that screen if you're watching on X. Double tap the screen and make all the hearts appear. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, be sure to join us later on this evening to, um, you know, just till together and watch, you know, kind of a watch-along party, really. Um, as our San Jose Sharks get ready to take on the Vegas Golden Knights for the second time this season. Um, so with that being said, thank you to everybody uh, who's been joining us, uh, popping in and out or, you know, from the whole entire stream. I'm Aaron James. This has been um, another after party, essentially, just a day after. <laughs> San Jose Sharks defeated the Edmonton Oilers a score of 3-2. to two. The Sharks strike oil, and um, let's hope that they could hit the jackpot tonight in Vegas and make it three dubs in a row. So until that show, until that game, until the live stream, until the watch party, I'm going to say y'all have a great rest of the evening and let's go Sharks.